0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We talked Sunday of what the word of the Lord was for live in 2018. The word for live is live it up. Everything in your life is coming up. Everything in your life is on the come up. Everything in your life goes up a level this year. I don't care if it goes from three to five. It don't have to go all the way to ten. The promise is it's getting better this year. The promise is it's coming up this year. Your communication, your relationships, your finances, your health, your ministry, your career, all coming up. Either a notch or several notches is up to you. But anybody ready for the come up this year? Woo! Y'all don't sound... Okay, y'all just shouting it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I have... I'm the one with too much energy. Let me calm down and meet you all where you are. Okay. So I'm excited about the come up. I'm excited because there are some things that's on a a level that I wish to come up. So I'm excited of the word of the Lord and his promise over us. I'm going to kind of review Sunday as I always do because it's almost like a different crowd uh, on Wednesdays and, and Sundays and when pastor Javin said it's a lot of young people I'm like yeah it is it ain't like that on sundays too much but uh praise the lord so it's almost like a different crowd every wednesday so we're going to speak I'm going to recap the word and kind of take it a little step further amen with some instruction okay tonight's sermon for the next uh 4 minutes now thank you thank you <laughs> pastor Javen anytime you want to come just come come through just if you, can, if you can start talking at 7.30, that'll be good. Of, I'm just no, I, I love you. The word for night is set it up. Set it up. I'm going to try to put, incorporate the word up in like every sermon or at least the series so y'all can just keep seeing up, 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 up. I'm going to do the hookup, the breakup, give it up, everything. Upgrade, shut up. Everything. Look at your name and say, "Everything up this year." Up. You got to be aggressive about it. You got to be intentional about it. You got to be serious about it. Say, "Everything up this year." Up. Yeah. Let's go to our theme, uh, our theme scripture uh, in Ezekiel thirty-seven. It says, "And you shall know." Here it is. Jesus, uh, God talking to Ezekiel concerning the dry bones in the valley. He's prophesying over the dry bones in the valley, and the Bible says the bones were very dry. Very, very dry. So uh, they were dead. They were just bones, but they were very dry. So dry bones equals uh, situations that are over. It's over. It's dead. It's finished. And there are certain things in your life that are very finished. (laughs) It's like very dry. Like I don't know if it's even possible. There was a season in your life where things were dwindling away and you still had hope for those things. There are some things in your life that is freshly dead, it's freshly over, so you still got a little bit of hope for those things. But God is speaking to those things in your life that's very over, things you ain't think about in months and years because you consider them to be unattainable anymore. But God says, look, I'm gonna, you're going to know that I'm the Lord when I open up your graves, oh mm, my people, and brought you up out of your graves. Look at your neighbor and say, come up come and come out. And I shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land and ye shall know that I am the Lord uh, that have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. This is what the Lord is saying. And understand when you're talking to dry bones really quickly, when you're talking to dry bones in a valley, it's not just that they are dry bones, but they're in a valley even if you were alive and well in a valley, the the, the valley represents, the valley in itself means a low land or it means a broad depression. That's what the word valley means, a, a broad depression. So when you're dealing with dry bones, you're dealing with lower levels. The problem is not just that we're dry bones. It's not just what we are, it's where we are. Mmm, is that too deep already real quick? Okay. Okay. So so it's not just what you are You could be in a bed. Oh, I know I gotta change some things It's not just that it's where you are mentally you're in a low-level place low-level thinking low-level speaking low-level behavior Low-level reasoning everything is low-level. That's why the the Bible says when I became a man I put away low-level things Some of us are grown babies Trying to drive a car, trying to have a business, grown babies. You had the, the ability to walk in the level that you're in, but your level of thinking is too low. Look at your neighbor and say, come up. One more time. That's the wrong one. Tell somebody on the other side, it's time to come up. The Bible says about the dry bones that these bones were the ones that were, were, were bruised. They were beaten Uh, They they were soldiers that had lost a battle, so they were bruised and and battered. They weren't just, you didn't just get bored and got stale and just dried up. No, you were dropped. You were hurt. You were betrayed. You you were offended. People came at you and and defeated you. People can talk about you so much that you don't even want to leave out your house sometime. I, I was there. Maybe you're, okay, different levels, but okay. Like, it's it's a bad thing for people to drop you and people to dump you in the valley. And now you got to come up unless you die. It's the worst thing in the world to be alive in a low place, to be alive in the valley. That's why the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Whatever you think is who you are. Look at your neighbor and say, change your thinking. The only way you change your thinking is being, uh, uh, having new information. Let me tell you this, thoughts change by new information. The only way you can get new information is by having new exposure. You gotta be exposed to different things, which is why God often removes us from familiar surroundings or exposure when He's ready to use us on another level. What are you saying? I'm saying He isolates who He's ready to elevate. Good God, y'all miss what I did you hear me on my left right here? So don't fear and don't think you're being lonely and everybody's leaving you. He often isolates who he's who he's ready to elevate. So if you felt like you've been by yourself, get ready for elevation is what I'm saying. Look at your name and say, I'm getting ready to be elevated. When God is ready to take you up, He snatches you out of the familiar surroundings. He snatches you out of the familiar environment because you cannot function on a new level with an old mindset. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, God, it, it, you have to change your mind by receiving new information. You cannot receive new information unless you have new exposure. Don't expect to be a new creature and you listen to the same music, you go to the same spots, you got the same friends on the same Snapchat. You, you can't expect... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And then the last, and then when we, we, we say, you know, the power of God didn't work. I, I tried praying. I no, you didn't uh, implement new practices. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You have to do new things. The reason why you're saved and you have the spirit of God, he's called the paraclete or the help. I'm sorry, I did a Greek word on you. all It's okay. He's called the help. The spirit helps you have new thoughts. It helps you have new behavior. It doesn't make you. And I think a lot of us are disappointed in the Holy Ghost because you're, you're not possessed by it. No, he doesn't possess you. He helps you. Oh, Did y'all hear what I just said? So if you want to do right, you got help. If you want to pray, you got help. If you, y'all, okay. Look at your neighbor and say, you got help. Got help. But you have to want to. If you want to change, I, I, you got help. The Bible says the spirit helpeth our infirmities. He often isolates who he's ready to elevate. Abraham, leave the place of your father's dwelling. Leave your father's land. That's all he knew was Orlando. That's all he knew was his father's land. He said, get up and go to a place that I will show you. He isolated Abraham because he was ready to elevate Abraham. Moses was hidden in the ark. Mm, And he grew up an Egyptian. Egyptian. And then he was isolated when he saw the burning bush. God isolates who he's ready to elevate. Jacob was left alone, and an angel wrestled him, and he went from Jacob, just making sure y'all are here, to Israel. Joseph was put in the pit alone. Then sold by his brothers, a prisoner. But God often isolates who he's ready to elevate. Saul was among the people of Israel, but God called him out to go look for his father's sheep. And while he was by himself, he said, I'm looking for the sheep. And the prophet said, the sheep is good, but you're about to be elevated as king. Do y'all hear what I just said? <laughs> Read that story. I love it. I love it. God will send you on a mission just to elevate you. See if you're humble enough to serve. And when he sees that you're humble enough to do it, he says, you're not just a servant, you're a king. Okay, but anybody who's not ready to serve never earns the crown. David was anointed in front of his brothers. He was singled out. He was isolated because God was ready to elevate him. Jesus had been hidden in Egypt, and he was in 40 days in the wilderness. The disciples left their families, left their jobs. They were isolated because God was ready to elevate them. The donkey that was connected to the cult. Jesus said, you'll find an ass and a colt tie. Get the donkey and say, the father has need of him. Yeah. So even though I was chilling with the cult my whole life, God has isolated me because he's going to use me on another level. Yeah. Woo, that's a good one right there. I thought i will get a little more praise, but it's all right. Peter had to leave everybody on the boat. He isolated them. He isolated Peter because he was ready to elevate him. At some point, you got to look at your friends and be like, they'll be all right. Yeah. Okay, that's the wrong... <laughs> If you are their savior, then I understand why you got to care so intently. But if you can't deliver them, if you can't heal them, if you can't make a way out of no way, you got to learn to look at them and be like, they'll be all right. They're in the hands of somebody more competent than I am. And sometimes you need to remove yourself so they can receive his help. Because as long as you enable them, okay. Look at your neighbor and say, I love you. But you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. My wife gave me this word, and it's so powerful to me. It's so powerful. She said, God is our protector. That's how I sounded when, when she said that. I was like, okay, that's nice. He's a protector. No, it's so true. She said, when we broke up and when we, when we, when we was getting back together, when we were renewing our marriage and we were being restored, she said, "I release the fear of you going out of the marriage again. I release the fear of being scared to not be enough. I release, I release the fear of not being good enough. What did I do wrong? Because that'll drive you." She said, "God is my protector. He'll protect my emotions. He'll, y'all. He'll cover my mind. And if he, because he loves me, I know you ain't going nowhere. Cause he's gonna keep you, y'all." You need to learn to release people. God is your keeper anyway. If your husband come home every night, it don't mean he ain't texting nobody. Oh, that was a, uh uh-oh, I'm sorry. You can't keep them anyway is what I'm saying. You can't prevent what could happen anyway. Put it in the hands of the Lord. God, protect my heart. Protect my marriage. Protect my mind. Protect my emotions. Protect my family. Because only he can do it. We be sending our kids sometime in the Lyft or an Uber, and it's like, I want to see them the whole way down the street, like, all right. Oh, they made a left, okay. I, wait, wait. I might as well drove them. I'm following them on foot, like, they all right. Yeah, they good, baby, I see them. I can't protect them anyway. If I drove them, something could happen. You, we gotta get rid of the notion that things are better in our hands. Woo. Just because it's in your hands don't mean it's safe. Just because it's in your hand don't mean it's in the best. Oh, y'all, y'all missing what I'm saying. Put no confidence in the flesh, but trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean all in all thy ways. It's more control than love. I really just want to control it. I don't really, I love you so much. I just want you to be around me. Just stay home. It's dangerous tonight. Don't go out. No, no, no. You really want to control things. Which is why if they stay in the house, they can fall down the steps. Y'all got steps? Okay, they can. Y'all ain't no steps in my house. I don't know. What are you talking about? Okay, something could happen. Jesus. (laughs) It's better in the Lord's hands. He always isolates who he's ready to elevate. Are y'all hearing that right there? That's why you got to come up. The Bible says, let's 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 let me just keep it moving quickly now as my time is really up. Uh <laughs> No, seriously. After this, I looked, and behold a door was open in heaven. Hmm. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither. Come up here and I will show thee things which must be done after. We talked on Sunday that a door is different from a window. Window represents opportunity. You got to get in. The Window represents a a space of opportunity. But door represents a shift in realms. Good God. Door represents I'm going from one atmosphere to a complete other atmosphere. Door represents I'm going from one environment to another environment. You don't believe me? Wait till you leave out them doors. There you go. (laughs) You're going to clutch your pearls. Oh oh my, goodness! it's cold out there. It's another realm. It's another environment. It's another atmosphere. When you go through doors, you don't just go in the same. You go in different. God is calling you up to another realm. It's not just uh, another opportunity. It's another realm. Come up is different than go up we talked about. God is not saying go up and I'll show you. No, he's not saying go up. He's calling you from where he is already. To say go up means I'm on the same level or beneath you, and I'm saying, like, go, like, take a chance. Go try it. Go believe. Have faith. Go up. God is not saying go up. He's speaking from your future, and he's saying come up. God is already where you're on the way to. Okay. Did you hear what I said? He's already where you're on your way to, and he's telling you, I'm telling you, it's good up here. It's better up here. Come up hither. Look at your neighbor and say come up. Hallelujah, it's a command from above calling you higher and we said when he calls you up He's not calling everybody up just like he called Peter. It was by himself So don't worry about who's not coming with you. Who's not who's not praying more like you're doing Who's not making adjustments in 2018 like you are this is not for everybody if he's calling you he's calling you It might not be your whole family yet. It might just be you Moses had to leave millions of his family members (laughs) To come back and save them. So God might be isolating you. Because you might be the savior of your family. But you can't save them being with them. You got to see something they ain't seen. You got to hear something they ain't never heard. You got to experience something they ain't never experienced. And then when you come back. You can say come. (laughs) Because either your surroundings. Are keeping you where you are. Or making you worse. Unless they're calling you up. This is the time to assess that and, re- and reassess that. The Bible says men from every tribe. I don't know if I want to do this scripture. Okay, I'll do it. This is, about, uh, this is in Revelation when the two prophets came back. Y'all remember I talked about this Sunday? Okay, because it got a little quiet Sunday because I know it's eschatology and it's end-time teaching. But the two prophets returned to the earth. We believe it's Moses and J- Elijah. And uh, they were prophesying thousands of days, thousands of days. And the Bible says that the beast... From the bottomless pit came up and killed them both and their bodies were laying in the street. and the bible says everybody everybody saw them everybody so when i read this scripture years ago i'm like how is everybody gonna see them now i'm 41. so i mean a while ago i was like how's everybody gonna see them now with the internet and with technology it's possible it'll be a post on every look at them dead men in the street Everybody's gonna see it. It's gonna be on TMZ. It's gonna be on world star. <laughs> I Thought i would get y'all with those two. I don't got no more <laughs> It says men from every race every race of people every tribe every language and Nation they will look at the body of these two witnesses for three and a half days. They will refuse to bury them Beep. People who live in the earth will be happy because these two are dead. They will have parties and send each other gifts. How could you be that happy that I'm dead? How could you be that excited that I'm not doing well? Be careful of people who throw parties when you're not doing well. Because they build an alliance off your demise. People who hate each other will start loving each other because they both hate you. Be careful people who hook up and go out to eat and they seem to get closer. Okay. When you're doing bad. When people, you understand what I'm saying? When you start to do bad and people get closer, be careful of those. They love that you're not doing good. They love that you messed up and they keep your past before you. See, it says they won't bury them. They won't, you won't put my past away. They're just going to sit there and relive your past. Remember when you did that? Oh, I know you don't feel good. I Oh, we, we praying for you. Ty, praying for you and your family. That really means I'm so happy things are not well. Ooh, it, it, maybe you're all the ones that do this because you're all quiet. But after three and a half days, God breathed life into them and they stood up. Look at your neighbor say, stand up. stand up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Then the two prophets heard a loud voice from heaven say, come up here. Good God. And they went up to heaven in a cloud. Their enemies watched them go. This come up that's coming into your life, your enemies can only behold it. They're not going to be able to go with you. They're, they can only watch you go up. Look at your neighbor and say, watch me go up. <laughs> Woo! I'm coming up out of the grave. The grave. The grave represents the past. The grave represents mistakes and failures. The grave represents the storage, the storage of old things. Why are we living in the graves? Why are you reliving your past? Whether it was good or bad, why are you keep reliving what happened? Like the man who made his dwellings among the tombs, he was crying and cutting himself. Because when you live in the past, you only hurt yourself. Pastor said it tonight, live in the now. Your past is over. Your mistakes are dealt with on the cross. Don't cut yourself. Don't uh-uh. Look at your neighbor and say, live in the now. The grave represents that. He's saying, come up out of your graves, and the enemies can only behold you. Now, the Lord told me this. He said, Ty, it's time to go up where your enemies are irrelevant. I was like, amen. Praise the Lord. Then then he said, any word from God is spiritual. I was like, okay. So, any word. When we say we're on the come up, I know you're thinking about maybe money. Maybe you're thinking about marriage. Maybe you're thinking about natural things. But any word from God is spiritual. He's a spirit. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So any word God gives you is first spiritual. It yields results in the natural. Are you hearing me? The consequence of believing the spiritual word is natural blessings. The results of believing the spiritual world is healing in my body. But we don't go after healing. We go after the healer. Okay, seek ye first. That's what I'm saying. Never mind. When he says it's the come up, this is not, yeah, you're not going to get a better car. If you're thinking that first, you missed the whole thing. You missed the, you missed the whole thing. The results are a better life, but unbelievers need the natural first. Unbelievers need miracles, signs, and wonders. They need, because they need to be convinced that Jesus is real. We should know him. Uh oh. I was talking to somebody in a barbershop, and he was an atheist. He, he was involved in a whole lot of things, actually. He, he was from Iran, and, uh, and no shade to Iran, but he was, he was involved in a whole lot of occult practices and all this. And I'm just getting all this information out of him, like, really? Because I've studied all that stuff. And he was very heavily involved. But he said he, said he was touched by God. He had a visitation, and he literally saw this bright light, all the whole story, touched him on his nose. Immediately, the desire to do drugs was gone. The desire to, for sexual immorality was gone. The desire for drinking was gone. He said, and I came back to my people like, yo, I've been touched by God. They was like, I, so now you believe in God? I thought you didn't believe God, so now you believe him? He's like, no, I don't, I don't believe in God. I know him. <laughs> Ain't that... See, y'all shouted too much earlier. Y'all don't even hear what I'm saying. I don't have to believe in him. I, I know him. He said, if I got a beast thing, if I showed you the swelling, what would you say? He, he said, the guy said, well, I believe it hurts. He said, right, you believe it hurts. I, I know. <laughs> when I know him, I ain't got to believe. I'm not believing in a story. I'm not believing in words. And a, no, no, no. I know him for myself. Everybody that knows him, could I hear you praise him? I know him. I don't have to just believe, I know who he is. I don't have to believe stories. He touched me himself. He speaks to me himself. He okay. There's a difference between believers and knowers. <laughs> Woo! Believers have had an experience. Knowers have had an encounter. Okay, y'all tired. Okay, so we don't need miracles, signs, and wonders because we know him. My children don't need me to sing, work it out. They're like, Oh my God, that is Ty tripping. Oh my God. They don't need me to be like, yeah, you heard that? That is him. They don't need miracles, signs, and wonders because they know their father. Woo! If he doesn't do anything else, he's still. Okay, so the come up. He gave me two in my my, uh, second closing. I only got three. I'm almost done. He gave me two examples, a hot air balloon and a rocket ship for the come up. So the hot air balloon, as you see on your screen, it represents a slow rise. Gradually, God will take you from here to there, to here to there. And with every level you go up, you got to lose the weight. You got to lose baggage. They got sandbags on there, if you can see it. When you first get on a hot air balloon, I like this point, so y'all indulge me for a second. When they first blow the air balloon up and stand it standing straight up, they lean on the basket. Like four or five people lean on the basket so you can get in. Say, come on, get in. Load it in. Load it in. As soon as you load it in, they got to let go and back off. So that you can now go up. <laughs> what are you saying? The people that helped you in one season can hinder you in the next. The ones that held you down in one season will keep you down in the next. Be careful how much you honor those day oneers that you know. what I mean, them day oneers that held you down. You'm saying? I say it all the time. Sometimes the day oneers need to be the day dunners. It's done. It's over you helped me in the last season I appreciate you and I honor you but I cannot go higher as long as you're still connected to me you have become a weight isn't it sad to see some of your connections friends family and relatives as weight now but if you don't see them as that and make adjustments you'll never go up no matter how they've helped you if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be here right if it wasn't for your doctor, you wouldn't be here either. He helped you be born, but you don't got his cell number. You ain't taking him out. It's my birthday again. How you doing? You come to my birthday party, Dr. Johnson? Come on, doctor. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. Ain't nobody doing that. I don't even know my doctor's name. I don't know who delivered me. God delivered me. <laughs> I knew y'all would shout off of that. <laughs> it comes to a point where you got to let him go. And then as you rise, you got to continually lose weight because you will be limited by how much weight you still are carrying. You see those balloons there on two different levels. The only difference is one has lost more than the other. One was willing to let go more than the other. Don't be upset at people who are higher than you. They've let go more. Yeah, there's no reason to be bitter, no reason to be jealous, no reason to be envious. First of all, what God has for you is for you, so they don't worry about what other people have. Secondly, maybe they've let go a little bit more. Maybe you still like certain things about yourself. All right, see, oh God, I'm about to make a turn here, babe. Because sometimes you gotta let go of people and connections, and sometimes you gotta let go of your old self. That's that's the thing. We like ourselves a lot. And because these people relate to who we currently are we keep them around. It's not really about them It's about how you see yourself. Oh, this is better than I thought it was gonna be Yeah, so because we like how we are let's say you ratchet and you pop off So you got people running girl, please. I know right. Yeah, right, 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 right It's not that she's keeping you down you see yourself Still on that level so you keep people around that associate with that lower level. So it's not really about letting them go, it's about becoming better in your, within yourself. We love who we are. We love who we become, we're proud of it. We have parades every day, it's called a mirror. It's called selfies, we parade every day ourselves. We're proud of what we become. And I don't even like that, I don't even like that. I'm talking to my wife, oh, she's having a little business. I'm talking to my wife, about that word proud, like, oh man, oh my God, my little niece graduated. I'm so proud of you. I don't even like saying that. When did pride become good in any context? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not. <laughs> I challenge that. I'll be like, I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you. I, I try to challenge that because I where is pride good? I just want to know. I mean, you could tell me. I'm I'm open to learn. We can have an open forum thank you last i heard pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall i don't i don't want to own pride in any way i i am proud of you ooh that's big words to me okay i'm sorry y'all like man i just said that last night i'm not coming at you i'm telling you what my thought process is i'm challenging myself to not love myself enough to even be associated with certain phrases I'm ready to come up. I don't have to say I'm proud of you. I don't care that the culture says it. I don't know what it means. So I like to say I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you. And I celebrate with you. That's what I like to say. We say stuff we don't even know what it means. What does I'm proud of you mean? No, but we just own pride. And call ourselves that. I am proud. Woo. This is the year of intention. I'm watching what I say. Okay. I'm watching what I watch. I'm watching what I hear. The next thing he gave me in my last closing (laughs) was a rocket ship. There are two rockets on the side of the ship that help thrust the spacecraft out of Earth's atmosphere. Then when it reaches a certain level, (laughs) they break off. Again, you had help to get from one level to the next, but after a while, they break off. One is a slow rise, one is a quick, I'm telling y'all, I I feel acceleration on live personally. Some of us are gonna have a slow rise in certain areas, but overall, it's gonna be a blast off for you. Sir, I said it's gonna happen quickly for you. Has anything been happening quickly since you? It's going to be, it's, it's going to be, ooh, I feel it, I feel it. This is a, ooh, ooh, this is a year of acceleration. What it took people years to accomplish, you're going to do it quickly. It's going to happen quick. Are y'all here? We're, we're living it now at Live. We're experiencing it now at Live. It's happening quick. Tell your neighbor, get ready. It's going to happen quick. It's going to happen quick. Woo, you're going to take all, you're going, Ooh, I feel it so heavy. I, I can lay hands. It's, it's gonna happen so quick. You're gonna look back and be like, "All that happened in three months. All that happened in three. All that happened in just six. Oh, all of that quickly." I said, "Give God praise for suddenly." Get ready. Oh, I feel it. Ten. You about to blast off? Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five, you're about to blast off. Four, you're about to take off. Three, you're about to take off. Two, one. prize! Yeah. Whoa, you about to take off. I'm closing. You can stay on your feet if you want or you can sit down. If you then, you can sit down. Here's my instruction now. That's my encouragement about to blast off it ain't gonna be slow for some of y'all it ain't gonna be slow in you and to you so to you oh my god that happened so and then you're gonna look back like wow I don't have those habits I, I don't even miss certain behavior traits certain mindsets you're not even gonna miss it you're not gonna miss hanging out at the bar on Tuesday nights with the fellas I don't know, I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what you don't, you're not going to miss it. It's going to happen so quickly that it's just going to fall off and you don't even notice it. So now it says, if ye then be risen with Christ. Not if you are alive, if you came up. If ye then be risen, if you're up, out of the valley, low level thinking. Out of the grave. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He brought us up and out. But now it's our responsibility. So he brings you up and out, but now he gives you responsibility. Seek those things. Ooh, which are above. This is what a Christian was talking about earlier. We get to, We come out, but we don't go up. He brings us out of our graves, but now we got to seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. That word seek there means to crave. Mm. So now that you're alive and God has put His Spirit in you, and you're, how many of y'all are saved? I'm saved. Let me see the saved hands. Amen. Has your cravings changed? You don't have to answer that because I know you're next to your saved you know, partner. Yes, it has. Remember that? No. <laughs> Ask yourself Have my cravings changed? Or has it just been my schedule? I go to church now, and I'm saved. No, 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 no. I'm on this board, so I got meetings on Tuesday. More things need to change besides your schedule. He didn't die on the cross to give you something to do. He died to give you something to be. Your cravings. Seek ye first. Seek your cravings. So whatever we crave, we need to ask ourselves, what level is this on? The things we crave, ask yourself, what level is this on? Is this on my next or is it on my past level? Is this the same craving I had in 2017? Is this the same desire of the things I wanted to do? Is this the same bucket list? Like, Have my cravings come up? Seek. Crave differently. Only by the Spirit can you do this. You can't just wake up like, no, let me think different. Let me, let me, you can't do that. You got to ask them, fill me up. Till I overflow, I want to run. I want to run. Say, fill me up. Till I overflow. Tell me why. Give it to me one time, one time, one time. (laughs) Bill! <laughs> Because that's what he was around. Your cravings are inspired by your surroundings. Your cravings are inspired by your exposure. You understand what I'm saying? You, cannot, you can totally not be something. He was a, pigs are a different species. Species. However you say that word. Pigs are different creatures. And he became like them. You can sit around people you're not like all day. Like, that's them. It'll never be me. That's them. That's them. That's them. Then you're going to be like, past that. I ain't talking about nothing specific. I just mean like he asked for pig's food because that's what he was surrounded by. You can't expect a come up and you're still down. It just don't make sense. Now, his craving was birthed out of his consistent exposure. What are you consistently exposing yourself to? You will crave things in that arena. Not only did he probably crave pig food, he probably didn't mind dirt and mud. All the characteristics of a pig, he probably, oh man. Some of y'all looking like a pig. You're a child of the king oinking. Nothing to do with who you are. has everything to do with where you are. Got to come up. You got to come up. You're a king's kid on all fours oinking. Look how embarrassing that is. Look how unfulfilling that is. Let me keep moving. I wish I had more time to do that. But your cravings are developed. Like, I want new cravings, Pastor. You're right. I want new cravings. How are you seeking it? How are you going after new cravings has to be exposed to new things? Here it is. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. I don't know how much more simple it gets. Set your affections, your thoughts your thought process, affection's there means to exercise the mind. Set your affection means exercise your mind. Set your affection means exercise your mind. Work it out. Train your mind to crave higher things. Set your affection means exercise. How many of y'all like exercise? I know you don't. Don't even put your hand up. Half of y'all are probably telling a half truth. Most of us probably don't like working out, which is why it's only uh, 11% of the hands up. We don't like process. We'd rather have a surgery. Instead of working out every day, we'll work harder and save up for a surgery. A workout don't cost you nothing. We'd rather work harder and save up for an easier route. You got to, there's no easy way to change your thinking. You got to exercise your mind. This is your instruction night. Exercise your mind to crave higher things. I was listening today. Well, I, I guess that's my testimony. I hear this song all the time, I just keep playing it, keep playing it. You'll hear it because I'm just gonna just start singing it and live. This worship song all the time it was a guy uh, uh from Africa, I love African worship. I said, you know what, my next album is gonna be like an African worship album, right? So I YouTube African worship. I didn't really like everything I saw, but I'm searching. I'm seeking higher level worship. Okay. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like it's like you, you'll never be. You're, yeah, you're never there. You're always in pursuit. I'll forever be chasing after you. That's what you are. You didn't pick that up, Davis, okay? Because I didn't really want to do it anyway. I didn't really want to do it. <laughs> you're, never, uh, 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 you're, you're, you're never, what's the word? Exempt from the pursuit of more of God. <laughs> Exercise your mind. Train your mind. By the Spirit of God. You can't do this by yourself. Ask the Lord to help you. My last scripture. I always used to read this when I was in GA rehearsals. In GA rehearsals, we had like, uh, GA is a, a choir that I had back in the day. Y'all like, who's GA? Some of them. It's greater anointed, actually. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's my aunt. I, I, could, I could play with her like that. That's my aunt. Will he be playing out his members? No, that's my aunt. Okay? <laughs> Let me just shut all that down real quick. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you good, auntie? I already know you. I wanted them to hear you say you good. I know you are. They don't. Anyway, <laughs> I used to read this every year in the beginning of the year for GA. Like This is how God is starting the year. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness and thy paths drop fatness, right? New Living Translation, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. Crown means the top. He's starting the year with his goodness. I said he's starting the year with his goodness. And the pathway, the journey throughout the year will still, be, will still overflow with abundance. That's what I thought it meant, and it probably still means that. But he said, Ty, it can go either way. He told me today, he said, the crown could be the top or the beginning. Or it could be the reward at the end. Some people get reward at the end of the journey. They get the crown. As a result, as the end. He said, so I'm telling Liv tonight, I'm ending your year with goodness. And Pastor Javen was all over it with the projected praise. He said, I'm ending your year with goodness. I'm ending your year with bountiful harvest. So your year is already ending up blessed. <laughs> I went in the trailer next door because it was so cold. And I turned the heat on. So by the time I get out of church tonight, it'll be warm. Dad came in there. I was like, it's still cold. It's cold. A- I said, oh, but it's warming up. It's getting there. It's getting there. So I believe in the name of Jesus. (laughs) That when I get in there tonight, it'll be at 77 where I set it. (laughs) Where I set it. When you set something, it may not get there immediately. But if you set it, it has to happen. Y'all missing what I'm saying? I said it at 77 degrees. It's still probably 68 or 71 when I left. But it went from 66 to 68. It was on the come up, (laughs) y'all. It didn't get there immediately, but because it's set, it has to happen. God is saying your year will already, good God, your year is already set. It's already going to end up good. Now that you have an intention for the... Well, praise him. How do you want this year to look? Set it up. View this year from the end. I'm about to run. God told me to tell you, view 2018 from December. I'm telling you how it's going to end up. I'm telling you, the degree has already been set. You're already gonna end up blessed. You're already gonna have abundance. You're already gonna have wisdom. You're already gonna have power. You're already gonna have favor. You're already gonna have anointing. Tell your neighbor, I know how my year gonna end up. All right, I'm not trying to church, I really wanna talk this. How do you want your December to look? Set it up. It's your responsibility. You ain't gonna be mad at God, Pastor Javen, myself, that ain't no. View 2018 from December. And look at January 4th and say, that Thursday, I need to do this to get to get here. Yeah, January the 5th, that Friday, I need to do that to get here. God says, I know you're in from the beginning. He sees the whole thing. View 2018 from the end. We never do that. We always say, "I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna stop my New Year's resolution," and we go in with a thrust. You don't have to do that. No. View it from the end and pull your future, yeah. pull your now to your future. Yeah. <laughs> wrap a hoba oh, shot. Step into your December and wrap a lasso around yourself in January. and pull yourself to your desired destiny. Pull yourself through storms, through rain, through betrayal, through struggles, through sickness. Pull yourself. Pull yourself to your desired outcome. Every decision I make towards where I'm set. Every move I make towards where I'm set. If you have no settings, this year will be random. And whatever temperature the enemy wants will be set in your life. Whatever the enemy wants to do will prevail in your life. But if you have a setting, if you have a mark, press toward that mark. This is the year of intention. Every move I make is because my December looks like this. We're not gonna uh-uh. we're not gonna believe our December, we're gonna know. Oh God. <laughs> I know how my December looks right now. I know. I if you don't see it, pray and ask the Lord. Every decision you make relationally, this person don't match my December. Okay, it's good. <laughs> 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 they don't match my December, y'all. Why would I waste time in March? Why? Who has time to waste? Does anybody have time to waste? Can I see your hands? Okay, why waste time on someone or some things that don't match your December? The Lord told me your year is already blessed at the end. However, you want it to look, set it up. Set it up. When you're playing ball, you already know the move you're going to make. Set it up. Set the pick, because I'm about to make a move. Set the pick. You need to tell your February. Set it up. Tell your March. Yo, set the pick. I'm about to make a move. Tell your April. Set it up. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. I might not see it in February. I'm setting it up. I might not see it in April. I'm... Will you be depressed in December? How you going to set that up? Will you be broke in December? How you going to set it up? How are you going to set it up? No, God's going, you. How are you going to set it up? Are you going to have loser friends in the end of the year? How are you going to set it up? You got to set it up now. Are you going to walk in power in December? You can't wait till December to do it. Are you going to walk in a greater level of anointing? Set it up. Set it up. Father, I thank you for your grace To call those things that be not as though they were we look at our 2018 December and say you are blessed You are wiser. You are better. You are stronger We look from the end of the year and we make decisions Based on where we're automatically set we set our affections above above where it was last year above where it was a few years ago we set it above we got new goals now we got new cravings now we got a new destiny now because we're a new creature in you we trust you and believe you for helping us in Jesus' name look at your neighbor and say i'm set i'm set clap your hands if that's you say i'm set i'm set clap your hands and say i'm set